Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and it's such a pleasure as always to be here with you all today. I feel like I'm kind of whispering into the mic today because the walls where I'm staying, I'm staying in a new apartment in Brisbane, I'm here for the next week, and the walls in this place feel like they're really thin because I can hear... (laughs) my neighbor's TV blaring quite loudly and so I feel bad. So I'm kind of whispering because this is the aligned time for me to record this episode. Anyways, so yes, I have been traveling still in Brisbane. I'm still really enjoying this place. And if I wasn't intending to go to Mexico in just a few weeks, I probably would have stayed here in Brisbane for longer, to be honest. And I may have even considered to uh, rent a place for at least six months because I really like it here. But I am feeling that I am meant to still pursue going overseas to Mexico. So we're just going to see what's happening because right now, Sydney, if you don't know this already, is actually in a lockdown for 14 days because they've had some new coronavirus cases. So (laughs) I happen to be in Brisbane and I think they do have a couple of cases here, but it seems to be under control. We will see what transpires. And it just has reminded me to not be attached to anything and just go with the flow and see where this all ends up. So I hope for the rest of you all around the world, I hope that you are feeling okay with what is happening at the moment for you in terms of lockdowns and coronavirus and not knowing and all of the things. And I just want you to know that I'm sending you so much love and know that we're in this together. And yes, we still need to really hold out hope for a world that will be semi-normal again and always look for what is this external resistance flowing to me in the present moment. Okay, everybody. So today on the podcast, we're going to talk about boundaries. And I'm super excited to dive into this topic with you all because it's actually been one that I've wanted to record an episode on for so long. It's just that it's actually a really huge subject to cover. So today I'm going to try and give it justice. I have written down a couple of points of some different ways to look at boundaries that I hope will really serve you in one, not being afraid to implement them. And two, also respecting the boundaries of other people, like everybody in your life and also all of the people that you work with. Boundaries are actually such a beautiful way to create sustainable, meaningful relationships with your business, with everybody who is relating to your business and also for yourself. It's what allows us to stay in business for the long term. It's what allows us to stay aligned. It's what it what is what allows our energy to feel aligned as well. And they're so essential for creativity and allowing our own expansion. So I'm going to dive into this topic and we're going to explore the three different categories of boundaries and how they help you, all of the people in your business, like your clients, your community, your team, and also your business as that separate entity. 
Before we dive into talking all about boundaries, I also want to give a shout out to anybody who is interested and has been eyeing off working with me to take your business to the next level or my holistic business mistress mind. I'm so excited to let you know that I have decided to do another round of the holistic business mistress mind this year. We're going to kick off in September and I am enrolling to the waitlist only later this week. So the mistress mind is for you if you're an existing business owner at any stage of your business and you're ready to either validate your core business offer or scale your business. You might want to create your pathway to your six-figure business. You might want to create more confidence, serve more people in your business, up-level your leadership. You might have another significant goal like writing a book or uh, talking, uh, spe- speaking at events, talking <laughs> Speaking at events, launching a podcast, you may have many different goals. You want to bring more ease and alignment to your business, like whatever it is. The Mistress Mind is this one of a kind space that is going to blend six figure strategy with holistic living using my cyclical business method and my holistic business framework. We will be working with your inner voice, working with your cycle, working with your body, your human design, working on your mindset. You'll be have the strategy support, life and business coaching, like all of the things. It's such an incredible container. And the reason that I'm running it again is because quite simply it works. So uh, we've got people who are already at six figures scaling to multiple six figures. We've got people who are uh, more at the beginning of their business journey and they've just been ready to dive into the deep end. They knew that they wouldn't feel overwhelmed by having people who are further along in business. And so what I've seen is that this just works. So if you're an existing business owner and you want to dive in deeply and take your business to the next level, then this is the opportunity for you. Make sure you're on the wait list at LeticiaRinge.com forward slash mistress mind and have, keep an eye out for the details this week because it's going to be a really short enrollment period and I really don't want anyone saying, why didn't I know about it? So here you go. All right, everybody, let's dive into boundaries. So the first thing I want to tell you about boundaries is that Boundaries can also be energetic boundaries, right? So we're going to talk a lot about like what kind of boundaries to set. And first thing that I want you to know is that it doesn't actually matter what the boundary is. There are no wrong boundaries and no right boundaries. There are just boundaries. They're neutral and objective, and they are things that we put in place as the person who they're supporting to support us. And we also put in boundaries to support our clients, to support our community, to support our team and to support our business. So it's really important to look at all the boundaries that you're setting in this holistic point of view. Now, we're only going to focus on the boundaries as relevant to your business, but please know you can think about this in terms of across your entire life. And all of the principles we talk about today apply to the rest of your life too. So we typically think of boundaries as in, I'm going to enforce this boundary um, so that it protects my time or you know how to communicate with me, etc., etc. But I also want to talk about energetic boundaries. Now, when I talk about this term, you might think about, oh, um, stopping someone from like taking my energy or like after a client session, feeling like a little bit depleted or like you've got cords there and like needing that um, protection. That's not what I'm talking about when I talk about energetic boundaries. What I'm talking about here is 
using your energy to tell you when a a boundary has been violated. So you will know based on how it feels in your body when you've had a boundary violation. And it may be you might actually intuit this or sense this when you've crossed someone else's boundary, or you might become aware of this when you've crossed your own boundary. And I actually think that this is the most obvious way to get a feel for what boundaries you need and when to set them. Because the thing with boundaries is because we're all cyclical beings and changing all of the time, we may set boundaries that worked for us in the past, but then those same boundaries may not be doing the job that we want them to do in the future because we change and our bodies change. And that means what we need changes. So we always have to be tuning within to receive the feedback. Is this actually working or is it not working? Is there a boundary that I need here or is everything working okay? So I want to encourage you all to start turning within and noticing your energy. Notice what you're intuiting and picking up from other people too. And this might mean, for instance, if you're working with your team and you intuit that someone is feeling really drained um, or they're feeling really needy or something like that, like it may be, oh, we just need to have a boundary here. So you might want to start that conversation of like, is there anything we can do to support you? How are like your working hours? Um, How is the way that we're communicating? Is there anything else we can do to make this feel more aligned for you? And equally, you can use it as an invitation to ask yourself, is there anything that could be a more aligned here for me as well? And just knowing that whatever the answer to that question is nothing personal. It's not like you're good or you're bad because you need a boundary. It's just like, what do we need to thrive here together and how can we communicate that with each other, which of course first (laughs) requires us to be aware of what we need and how can we then um, respect one another's boundaries and make sure that we honor our own boundaries, which can be the biggest part of the problem. So that's actually the second thing that I wanted to talk about. And that is that there is knowing what boundary to implement, which really the what isn't as important. It's about testing and trying things and then seeing whether they're working based on our energy. And then there is respecting your boundary. Now, this can feel really difficult if you have patterns of uh, perfectionism and people pleasing and being really hard and critical on yourself, proving your worth through what you do and how much people like you. And so that can lead us to falling into patterns where even when we set boundaries, we just don't honor or respect them. And actually the way that it usually shows up is that we look to other people to respect our boundaries, but we don't respect them ourselves. So this could look like you're on a call and you say that it's going to be a certain amount of time and then it's not. Uh, it go you go over time and you don't do anything to uh, curb that. And that was like a really important boundary for yourself. But the point here is that the boundary actually isn't what what's important. You might be someone who does go over time, like sometimes I go over time in my group calls when I feel like it, and that is something that I'm happy to do. I'm doing it from a full cup. But if you notice yourself feeling resentful, then what's happened here is that you haven't respected your boundary and you can't ever leave that on your client. It's got to come from you. And it's the same with all relationships in our life, whether that's people on 
on our team, with the rest of our community, with our family and friends, anybody who we're interacting with. It's up to us to state the boundary and to implement them. And then when we do that, other people follow. And the reason for this is everybody else doesn't have to agree with the boundary. They just have to understand that that's a boundary you have, and then they've got to see you honoring it. And then other people will follow that. Now, if someone doesn't agree with your boundary, that's okay. They can ask for something else and you can say no, and both are fine. It's just about conscious communication, which we'll talk more about in a moment. So boundary setting and uh, practicing is so important for literally everyone. It's important for you to set boundaries so that you show up in your in the best energy that you can and from an energy of abundance and wanting to give and generosity and all of the beautiful things uh, so that the quality of what you provide your clients and your business and your community and then all of the people in your life, you show up and you give energy to the situation. They're important for your clients as well as When your clients know that they are held because you have boundaries there to support them, they then know what to expect and this helps them to feel safe. Equally, when you know that you're being looked after and you've got these boundaries that support you in feeling safe, that helps you feel safe enough to allow yourself to open up to receiving more clients, more income, more leadership, more opportunities, more partnerships, like It's all because of the boundaries we set. And this is because of that masculine, feminine, yin, yang dynamic here. In order to create, we have to have both. So in order to open up and receive, in order to allow ourselves to be this beautiful, overflowing cup that is just so abundant and so loving and all of the things, we do need some constraints. And this is what boundaries provide. And we can choose boundaries that support us. They don't have to be ones that we don't enjoy. We want them to be intentional ones that support us to really thrive. Now, equally, when we understand a client's boundary or a team member's boundary, that allows us to respect them, show that we care about them, and allows us to have a more uh, meaningful relationship. Now, sometimes these boundaries might come in conflict and it really um, depends whether each person wants to compromise or one person wants to compromise. And all of that is a completely like abundant decision that you get to make out of your own free will. You get to decide, is this willing, is this something that I'm willing to put up with? Or is it something that feels really important to me that I'm able to like cross this boundary? If it's important to you that you uh, don't um, respect the other person's boundary, you still want to respect the boundary. It just means that you might need someone else who has a different boundary. And that's totally okay because we want everyone to be showing up from a place of abundance and from a place of alignment. So we never want to ask someone to cross a boundary um, as that's just going to lead to resentment. 
The other aspect of this is, as I was talking about before, it also creates safety for everyone. And the biggest reason that we stop ourselves from allowing more results in our business, more ease, more confidence, and then all of the tangible results is because we don't feel safe to do so. We feel like if I take on more, that's going to mean more responsibility. And so if I am someone who hasn't been respecting my own boundaries and I'm showing up and I'm tired and I'm resentful and I'm frustrated and I'm overwhelmed and I'm not looking after myself and all of the things and I'm saying yes to everyone and I'm people pleasing and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then of course, when I think about scaling my business, when I think about allowing more into my business, that to me is going to equate with more work, more responsibility. But what we don't see when we're coming from this perspective is that, first of all, we are only responsible for ourselves. So in order to show up and really contribute to everyone around us and to the business, we simply have to be honest about what boundaries we actually need. And then we also have to respect and allow all of the people that we're interacting with to also understand the same from themselves. This is then what allows you to see that your clients, for example, and your team members are sovereign beings who are completely responsible for themselves. And rather than scooping up everybody else's problems and challenges and struggles and saying, all of this is my responsibility, instead what we do is we give it back to them and we say, You are someone who is capable and able to look after yourself. And so I'm going to support you from that capacity where I realize that you have the answers within you, that you're the expert. And we then move to a relationship where we empower the people in our life rather than trying to parent them or mother them. And that doesn't work for anyone because, and particularly in terms of a service or a coaching relationship, that then just means that the person becomes more and more dependent on us. But what we want to do is support that person in finding the answers within themselves, in innovating and co-creating. And while that doesn't put us out of a job as coaches and space holders and service providers, what it does is allow us to do our job, which is to ask the questions that reveal blind spots to our clients. And we can do that by being in full presence. But if we think we've got to sort their life out and we have to be the answer to all of their problems. That's so stressful and so much pressure and doesn't help either party. So safety is created through recognizing that everybody is a sovereign being who can take care of themselves and that That means that we all need to communicate what we need and then respect one another's needs as well. The other part of boundaries involves conscious communication. So it means that in order for someone to respect our boundaries, they need to know what our boundary actually is. And often we are too scared to share what the boundary is because we think that we're being too much. We're asking for too much. The person isn't going to like this boundary or agree with us. And so what we do is we don't communicate the boundary. So what I've found is really helpful is 
recognizing that your boundary is neutral. It's neither good nor bad. Your thoughts about it are what gives it meaning. So if you instead choose, you decide to look at all boundaries as empowering acts of service of you and your community, what you'll do is recognize that it doesn't matter what the actual boundary is. All that matters is it needs to be communicated. And when you don't make a big deal of things, then other people won't either. And if someone is like, well, that boundary isn't going to work for me, then you just know, okay, well, we either need a compromise that works for both of us, or it's better for us not to work in this capacity. And that's totally cool because we come from an abundant place. And that means that, you know, if we try to force ourselves into the relationship, then it would just end up violating each other's boundaries and we'd end up resenting one another. So it's better to be communicated, not from a place of judgment or blame, but from a place of conscious communication. I'm just sharing what it is that I need and you can either take it, um, you can either respect it or not respect it. The next thing is that boundaries are essential for sustainability. (laughs) You know, we have to understand what we need to thrive and what the people around us need to thrive so that we can show up and give energy so that we can be in business for the long term. So in order for you not to burn out and for everybody that's involved in your business, including your business, not to burn out, we really need to look at boundaries as essential for sustainability and see that the more we communicate them, the more that we're aware of them and the more that we respect them, the more there is for everyone. And that is sustainability. Honoring the boundaries also where the work begins. And as I mentioned before, you're going to have patterns come up. You're going to have people pleasing tendencies. You're not going to take the time to pause and tune within and get to feel the energy um, boundaries, whether whether it's being violated, whether something needs to change. And so what you want to do is really build a practice of tuning within and asking what you need, noticing when you're feeling resentful, when you're feeling frustrated or overwhelmed. And if you are violating your own boundaries, just exploring why am I doing this and have a look at what stories your mind is telling you and ask yourself, is this actually serving me and everyone else and my business or is this an old story and programming that needs to change? The last and what I think is like the most amazing point that I want to make about boundaries, and then I'm going to give you some examples of boundaries within the three categories that I wanted to break this down for you in. What I want you to think about is as a client, do you want to have a coach or a service provider or a business owner that you're in a relationship with? Do you want to have a coach, service provider or business owner that you're working with who undervalues themselves, who undercharges, who doesn't respect their own boundaries, who violates other people's boundaries, who is super hard on themselves, who doesn't work from a place of alignment and from a place of generosity and filling their cup up. Like when we talk about it and think about it in this way, the answer is quite obvious. Of course, you want people who honor their own boundaries because you want people who are serving you from a place of joy, from a place of love, abundance and generosity, from a place of 
This is actually giving me energy, not taking energy away from me. And so when you look at it in this way, it can make it so much easier for yourself to realize that actually what the people in your life want from you is for you to respect your boundaries. So the only person who steps in our own way when it comes to um, actually enforcing the boundary is ourselves. And all that's required then is to just dig a little deeper into, okay, so what is the story I'm telling myself and what is the story I want to tell myself in the future? It honestly does not matter what the boundary is. All that matters is that the boundary serves you and that you communicate it. And then what another person chooses to do with that is up to them, just as much as it's up to you to say, okay, if you're going to keep violating my boundary, then X, Y, Z needs to happen. And sometimes it's just that, okay, well, you know, I'm just not going to reply to you or whatever. But other times it is, look, this just isn't going to work. Nine times out of 10, that's not what happens, though. People just respect the boundary. So let's talk about boundaries in three different categories. I feel like this is a really fun way to to look at it and to see how they actually serve everyone involved. And this is in relation to your business. So the first category is boundaries that are put in place to serve you, boundaries Uh, that are put in place to serve others. So that's like your team members, your clients, your community, and then boundaries that are put in place to serve your business as the separate entity that it is. So some examples of boundaries that you might put in place to support you are, of course, the like simple ones of when and how you work. So it could be what days of the week you work or how many hours you work or what time you work or what time you have off. You don't need to put in these boundaries, but you can put in these boundaries to support you in actually honoring them. So for instance, my boundaries at the moment around when and how I work include that I work on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Now, some weeks I change that up and I just work whenever I want to. But in terms of planning for my diary, for my my meetings, etc., I put my work days as Monday, Wednesday and Friday because that became a really nice like balance of working for me. I also have boundaries around how many calls I take each day. I also make sure that I work nine months of the year and take three months off. I also put in boundaries so that when I have my inner winter, when I'm menstruating, I take between three to five days off. Now, sometimes I might decide, oh, actually, I am going to do something this month. But that comes from a place of alignment and overflow. All of my clients know that if I'm in my inner winter and it's my uh, days one to five, that's time that I take off screen. And it's really important. um, It's really important for me to do that because that's when I receive all of my ideas for my business, for my clients' businesses. And it's also where I really uh, recuperate. And that allows me to show up in the most aligned way. And my clients are so happy to honor those boundaries because you know why? They want to work with someone who shows them that this way of working is possible. They want to work with someone who respects her body as a woman. They want to work with someone who does take the time to rest and relax. That gives them permission to do the same. 
So I love that boundary for myself. Now, I also like my boundaries change around these things, right? Like last year I worked Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays and I really enjoyed that until I didn't and then I changed it for 2021. Sometimes you might find that a boundary actually starts to cause a bit of stress for you. So if I'm too rigid with when I work, that actually causes me stress. So I like to put in my meetings with my group calls, but then my one-to-one calls, I'll just schedule those on a week-by-week basis so that it can be more present moment. And then I don't like to schedule anything else as in the time of day I'm going to do things because I like to feel free. And so I like to do it when I want to on that day. And that really helps me to cultivate that feeling of freedom. Now, there's also boundaries that you want to have in place around your mindset. Otherwise, that mind of yours will just run the show. So an example of a, um, a boundary around your mindset might be that you notice that you are being hard on yourself, that you're being really self-critical, that you're feeling down and out on yourself. Uh, maybe you notice that you're not taking time to celebrate your results and where you are in your business. And so for me, this is a really beautiful indication that a boundary is needed. So you might want to say, okay, for um, like, for instance, if you're noticing you're worrying a lot, you might put a boundary around how long you're going to allow yourself to worry. And then maybe um, you also want to make sure you've got time around how how long you're going to sit there then and talk about all the reasons why everything is fine. So I find that most of us need boundaries around how long we're going to allow ourselves to sit in those um, negative uh, thought spirals and patterns when we, once we become aware of them, and that we also need some boundaries around um, celebrating and giving ourselves love and sitting down and journaling like all of the ways that you're so proud of yourself right now, all of the amazing results in your business. Like these things are what we actually need to support ourselves, to show up a line, to keep doing the work. So I love to have boundaries around mindset too. And then I also need boundaries around being paid. And I love this perspective that I'm going to share on this um, part of boundaries. So if you were working for someone else, you would expect to be paid a reasonable salary. You might also be expected to be paid a really good salary. And I hope it's that last one. And so when in our business, we're not asking for the money that makes sense for what what we've decided is how much we're willing to work for if we're not asking for that and we're not receiving a fair energetic exchange and that is relative it's based on what feels fair to you when we're not asking for what we need financially then what we're doing is it's just like someone else running a business and then underpaying all of their staff. And we do that to ourselves. But if we heard someone else doing that, like most of you would be like, that is just not on. I'm not here to work for free. I'm not here to be underpaid, you know, and then we do this to ourselves. So you want to recognize that for you as a human being, it's very important that the business is paying you um, uh, money to um, fulfill you. That feels like a fair energetic exchange. 
And it's also really important that you are receiving an amount of money that feels right to you for what you're providing. And so this is so important just for you as a human being, but it's also important for the business. And it's also important for your clients who just want to know, well, what is the price? And they don't want a price that you're going to feel resentful of, you know, like none of your clients want you to undercharge. Like they, you might, I know that some of us like a sale, but if you know that the person providing the service is going to feel resentful and then they're not going to bring like their full spirit and joy and abundance, like you don't want that. I never want to pay less than what someone actually wants to offer. Like the price is just neutral. I just want to know what the person's charging and then I'll decide whether that's the amount of money that I want to spend on that thing. Right. So and that's the same with your clients. It's just neutral. Now, of course, when it comes to your energy, notice when you feel drained or depleted, Um, notice when you feel frustrated and overwhelmed and ask yourself what boundaries might need to be put in place to avoid this. Now, let's talk about the second category, which is boundaries that are there to support others, but know that they're also there to support every, for you and everybody else and the business too. So let's think about this in terms of your clients and your team and also your community. They need to know when and how to communicate with you. So when you start working with clients, it's in your best interest and their best interest so that they can feel safe and know what to expect and know that you're holding them to know what the boundaries are for how and when to communicate with you and what to expect from you and what the scope of the work is. So you want to be clear about when they can expect to hear from you, how they should communicate with you, what you do cover in your uh, line of work and what you don't cover, what the price actually is. And all of these details, while you may feel are limiting what your offer, are actually allowing your client to feel safe in knowing that they don't need to worry. You've thought about all of these things. They know exactly how to communicate with you now and they know what to expect from you. Now, I've worked with so many people who do not (laughs) communicate their boundaries at the start of working together. And that actually makes me feel really insecure. It makes me really worry about like, when do I communicate? Like, when is too much? How do I need to communicate? When will they get back to me? And I don't feel held. And that is exactly what your client will feel too. So I always love to, at the start of working with someone to say, hey, this is how we're going to communicate with each other. This is when I'm going to check. And it doesn't matter what the answer is. All that matters is that you're communicating the what. So you want to see it in this really neutral way. And again, when it comes to the price, like your clients just want to know what it is so that they can pay you and they can pay you in the way that you want to be paid. So for instance, uh, in my business, I always am paid before I start working with someone. I don't work with someone and then get paid later. Sometimes I offer payment plans, but the payment plan will always be paid in full before we finish working together. And that is a boundary that I've implemented and I'm clear to my clients so they know exactly what the process is. And that serves my client because now they know and they can plan for it. And it serves me because that is what feels good and fair for me. 
So these boundaries that support others also support us as well and the business. Now, the final category is your business. Your business needs boundaries around consistency in marketing, in sharing your offers, in um, creating content, in serving your community and all of these beautiful things so that the business can continue to exist. Now, just because I use the word consistent doesn't mean that you can never take time off (laughs) or that you have to be doing 100% all the time. It just means that if you um, disappear from your community after you've maybe you've had a big launch and then you disappear and you disappear for months on end, it means that most likely you're going to have a bit of lag there, right? You're going to come back. You're going to need to build momentum again. And if you had have stayed there supporting your community, even if it's in a smaller way, you would have kept up that relationship rather than just disappearing and then coming back. There's going to be a little bit of um, cultivating the relationship again to do. Now, I don't want you to try to perfect this, though, because something that I always tell my clients is to really practice meeting themselves where they are and um, repeating the affirmation that I have done enough. I am enough. So wherever you are, you want to make sure that you aren't trying to put more uh, barriers in the way. However, it's important to recognize that what's in of service to the business is ensuring that you are consistently marketing and building these pipelines. And actually, this is of service to you too, because then you don't have to like suddenly be rushing to launch and like reestablish that relationship and connection because you've done the work to, um, to, to make sure you maintain those connections in those interim periods. Something else that your business needs is to be financially supported. So it also needs boundaries around like how how much money is being brought into the business, uh, how much uh, it's paying the team members and ex- and expenses and all sorts of things. The business needs this so that the business can then, um, which is really you for, for most of my clients, so that you as the CEO can then make decisions about how you invest in the business, how you support your clients and community. And all of this is something that the business needs. So boundaries also support your business. But notice how all of these feed into the other, because the more that each entity, whether it's your team, whether it's your clients, whether it's community, whether it's your business or whether it's you, the more that each of these entities can show up with their cup full, the more energy we have to give, which means the more abundance we create together as an entire team. So boundaries look like on the surface, they're taking away, but what they're actually doing is adding to everyone. And this is what I think is the most beautiful thing about boundaries. So my wonderful, wonderful friends, my amazing business owners, know that the more that you set boundaries, the more you serve everyone in your business and in the rest of your life, because then you show up with energy to give. And that is always of service to everyone. I want to challenge you to take a moment today to think about these three areas of your business and to ask yourself, what are three boundaries that I can implement in each of these areas? 
And then I want you to practice doing the work of communicating them and enforcing the boundary. Now, maybe not all of them need to be communicated, but the enforcing definitely does need to be. So take yourself on a weekly like review and ask yourself, like, how well did I respect these boundaries? Were there any times where I violated a boundary? And take ownership for any boundary violations. Don't leave it on other people to respect them. Take your power back. Allow yourself to take ownership. Know that it all starts with you. It doesn't matter how someone responds to it. All that matters is that you honor your boundaries. And if you decide not to honor a boundary because your cup is full and it feels right in the moment, don't beat yourself up for that. Own it that in this case, I did this because of X. And if it involves someone else, you might like to tell them, look, ordinarily, I don't do X. But in this case, because of X, Y, Z, I've decided to do it. And it could be because it feels really good to me in this moment. I'm going to reply to you right now. And that is all that's required. I hope that this conversation on boundaries makes this whole topic feel less triggering and instead allows you to show up in a more objective and supportive way. Now, my beautiful friends, I want to hear from you. What has helped you the most in this episode? Please take a screenshot of you listening to this episode right now and come and tag me on stories at Letitia Ringe. Share exactly what resonated for you. Or if you have a question, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. I also want to remind you that if you are looking to take your business to the next level, whether it's validating a core offer or scaling your business to six figures and beyond, I want to invite you to join us on the Holistic Business Mistress Mind waitlist. Make sure you pop your name on the de- uh, your details on the waitlist at latisharinge.com forward slash mistress mind, and then keep an eye out for my email that will be coming to you this week. I'm so excited to share the details and to get started with those of you joining this incredible experience. All right, everybody, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive. Just head over to www.letisharinj.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.